For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm aware that as Australians we do have the most annoying accent on the planet. I'm sure you're aware of what we all do. If you're aware, we all go up at the end of every sentence. Because <laughs> we're all too insecure to actually make a statement. So we have to make it sound like it's a question. Because we secretly need your approval. Even when it's something serious. Susie got eaten by a shark. I'm afraid there are going to be High Court judges in 30 years' time handing down verdicts just going, I find you guilty of murder. And you know what we do here in Australia? I didn't realise until we went overseas. We ask questions that don't need answering. How nice was the weather today? I didn't know we did that until I got to England. I was with a group of English people and I just went, oh, how heavy is that rain? They all just looked at me. Really heavy? I think Jesus might have been an Australian. I think maybe Jesus was an Aussie and we've just been reading his scriptures with the wrong inflection. Maybe Jesus walked out to the Sermon on the Mount and just went, oh, how blessed are the meek. And of course the irony of all is we were always so arbitrary what language we speak in Australia. We were almost colonised by the French. In fact, we were almost colonised by the Dutch. The Dutch arrived in the 1600s, but they arrived in a part of Western Australia where desert basically meets ocean. And the Dutch just got off their ships and walked around and went, well, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we cannot grow marijuana crops here. <laughs> They sailed off. The French arrived 150 or so years later, but they arrived into Botany Bay, next to Sydney Harbour, but, but kind of like swampy marshland. The French looked around and went, well, I agree with the Dutch. This place is shit. Just give me the Dutch, but I want to give me the They sailed off. Captain Cook arrived in Botany Bay, but in a rare display of British optimism, he looked around and went, well, it is a bit shit, but I think if we go around the corner, it might be nicer. Although, to be fair, I have done my research, Captain Cook would not have sounded like that. Because Captain Cook actually came from Yorkshire. Which means the first words heard by English people upon sighting Australia would have been, This place is fucking shite! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the sexiest show on earth, The Coffin Joecast. Featuring your hosts, Killer Wilbur and Joel. Sit back, relax, and don't touch the co-host. They might bite. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. <laughs> no, you're not. You're Killer Wilbur. Wilbur. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, that was funny. And you are, sir? Oh, I'm Joel. I'm sorry. I totally lost my train of thought. I'm an American. I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on. And our third co-host this week, 
for the first time on the show, a female voice, we have Sheena. G'day, Sheena. Hello there. Hi. hi. I mean, hi. Hi. Yeah. I like to Sorry, refer to. I like to refer to Sheena as Sheena from everywhere because all the other hosts are from a show or something, and Sheena's just like everywhere you want to be. She's like an American Express card. I work it all everywhere. Exactly. Oh no, I don't have a show. I'm homeless. And also, I would refer to her as the third sexiest voice in podcasting. Although she doesn't have a show, I don't know why yet. We need to talk about that later. Okay, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Behind the corner. You know. The secret. It's a secret. A secret. <laughs> so, I am actually no idea what I've got planned for this week's show. I don't know what plans Joel have, but... Well, same thing we do every week, Killer. We try and take over the world. Yes. We One podcast at a time. So who was that we just listened to at the opening? That's Adam Hills. He's an Australian stand-up comedian, though he's based in England these days. He does a lot of work over there. And a fact about Adam Hills is he only has one foot. He, um, When he was born, he was born without a foot or lost a foot when he was a child. One of his favourite gags on stage is to um, do the uh, Terminator 2 move where the, the foot comes off. He's doing... And, gets the foot stuck and gets his artificial foot to pop off and yeah he's a very funny man he's um he used to do a show here called Spicks and Specs it was a music quiz show but yeah he's one of my favourite comedians he's just so Aussie but yeah he, he's based in England these days he does uh, TV shows in England now too these days I think but he's also he gets confused for another Australian comedian called Will Anderson who's my absolute favourite stand-up, but you'd, I was about to say that was Will Anderson, just as a joke, but not many people would get that. Yeah, yeah, I have, n- I have no idea who either of those people are. Well, you should know Will Anderson. He's actually based in America at the moment. He's back here in Australia doing the comedy circuit. There's uh, just had the Adelaide Comedy Festival on, Melbourne Comedy Festival's probably starting in a week or two, and then we'll have the Sydney Comedy Festival in a couple of months, but... Uh, Will Anderson's our number one stand-up comedian. Uh, he's a big... I've been a big fan. He used to actually work on Triple J, where the guy I first podcast with worked. And at one stage when we were doing our podcast, we were actually going to get Will Anderson onto our podcast, but unfortunately he'd started with a commercial radio station and was not allowed to do any other sort of media, even though it was... Ah, uh, nuts. nuts. And I missed out, and it would have been my chance to actually meet the guy and then get him on. But Will Anderson does a podcast now called TOFOP, and um, it's an acronym of 30-odd foot of pod. It's a takeoff of <laughs> Russell Crowe's band, 30-odd foot of grunt. Which I think I've mentioned just about every week on this show so far. Yes. But he had this he's, um, guy he started with, uh, Charlie Clawson. He actually now works on Home and Away, the uh, soapy down here in Australia, so Charlie's contract doesn't allow him to do podcasting so Will started doing his own like just getting a third a second co-host every week different he calls it Fofop but you can if you want to check that show out it's a great show um, look up Tofop on iTunes or anywhere T-O-F-O-P <laughs> O-F-O-P F-O-P but yeah All right. 
Alrighty. I think we need to uh, we need to ask the initial question we ask all of our co-hosts so that people at least understand where they're coming from to some extent. Although, maybe not literally, but the background. So yeah, Sheena, even though you're not yeah. on a podcast, how did you get into podcasting? Listening? What was the first shows you listened to? Uh, let's see here. The first show I listened to was the Awful Show, and it was not so awful. Quite <laughs> actually, it's pretty good. They should have called it the Really Good Show. But uh, that after taken. that, I just started listening to some random podcast, and that's what I've been doing ever since. But how did you discover podcasting? Um, iTunes. Yep. Did you hear, ever heard of podcasting? Like you just stumbled across this thing called a podcast and thought you'd listen? or That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yep. So Awful Show was your first. Yeah. They broke your cherry. They did, <laughs> in a hard way. Jeez, I like it. How many people's cherries did we pop? Not mine. You, you guys could be called the per- cherry popping daddies. I think that was taken too, along with the really <laughs> good show. Bummer. And the mediocre show. And the... Later on, after we ended the awful, awful show, or mm. right around when we ended, yeah, that was a bit of controversy, wasn't it? Slightly for about a minute. Yeah, because a certain <laughs> and then person, it was over. a couple of people got upset, and it was no one involved who did the show. It was a couple of listeners got upset. They, they get they over squashed. it. We it's squashed all right. it. Yes, it was over. They're and then no you gave birth of many, many new podcasts. <laughs> I have the stretch marks to prove it. <laughs> I'm not telling you where. Uh, the little known fact that I've been I've been excited to, to share because I've been I don't think I've ever told anybody this, but le- an awful show exclusive, if that was still in existence. We should have the but <laughs> the Coffin Joe cast exclusive. When I was towards the tail end of the awful show days. And when I wasn't quite sure what was happening next before the unitards came along and I was trying to decide my course of direction, I um, was thinking about starting a solo show at that point because, uh, you know, I was doing my snacks and I'm like, well, I'll just do a show on my own. But then I was like, well, maybe I should have some co-hosts. And I approached two people to join me on what later became the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. It was still called the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour at that point, but it was not really having, it wasn't officially started yet. It was just in its infancy and uh none other than trailerized janitor joe and sheena do you remember that yes i do i do remember it i the problem was i had no idea or nor did i have the equipment really to have two other people on and uh, nero aka matt really tried to walk me through it as well as the mic and uh it just never panned out but how different would that have been if Joe and Sheena would have become regular podcasters. That would have been crazy. I could actually talk about being on a show. <laughs> You'd have a show in the in your holster. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I have been on a show. Oh, well. Now you Almost are 100 on. episodes now. Wow. So, yeah, I'm 93. you having fun. Right? And mass amounts of shows... But you're like you're like a well, I don't know anymore how regular you are, but you always seem like you're a regular were caller uh slash, you know, hanging out kind of guest type of situation with all the podcasts I've been involved with anyway. I always seem to see you lurking around somewhere being a part. Yeah, well I changed um shifts at work and so I didn't get to go to as many unitard uh 
cast as much as I'd like to. But uh, now I can catch everybody when I can. So I do. And I try to. Would and you I ever do a show? Do you ever, have you ever considered doing oh, yeah. a show? Um, I did a few episodes of a podcast um, about web comics. But uh, drama happened and it's, it's gone. It's gone. So That quickly? That was quick. It was quick. Yeah. I was going to have to say we're maybe four episodes in. <laughs> wow. And there's a little bit of drama and it was gone. Was that involving the like podcast? Was it through yeah. the podcast feed? Yep. Or, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Short lived. Wow. Premature evacuation. That's, <laughs> that's unfortunately, quick. Unfortunately. But that's all right. It's all for the best. Here we are. We have moved I on. Just, with as quick as your wit is, and with as fantastic as your voice is, I, I just, I, I, it just seemed like a natural progression. So I keep waiting for the Sheena cast to come along or some variation on that. It just hasn't happened yet. I'm going to keep my hopes up, though. Uh, it just, my dad got cancer, and then I kind of dropped off the face of the earth there for the longest time. But uh, now I've got a little bit more free time on my hands, so maybe I will do something. Don't know. We will see. Keep it in your back pocket. I will keep it in my back pocket, and maybe I'll move it to my front breast pocket if I'm feeling lonely. Wait, what? You know, How did... some shirts have a breast pocket. <laughs> well, for it's girls, fun. all shirts have a breast pocket. <laughs> it's true. It's for to-go food. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There, my head went to so many places all at once, and I feel a little uncomfortable. Back pocket, front pocket, wherever, whichever oh, pocket. My, put my hands in my sweater pocket right now. <laughs> no. So, Kayla, how are you? <laughs> I'm all right. All right. It's a lovely okay, Sunday morning here in Australia. Oh, that's what I wanted to. I wanted to mention. Or I wanted to ask about. If people don't realize this, that here in America, overseas over the pond where the toilets flush the right way, we uh, recently had. That was really weird. We had um, daylight savings time. So now it is currently when I normally am at 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock recording time, Central Standard. It's now 7 o'clock Central Standard time here. And yet in Killa's land, it's the same time as it was last week. Yes, it's, well, it's 11.25 at the moment. So when is your daylight savings time? And do you have it? We have it. We start back in uh, end of October, beginning of November. And it ends... At the end of this month, actually, the, the 6th, well, would it be the 5th of April we end? 5th, 6th. Actually, technically, it uh, ends Sunday morning, so it'll be 6th of April. We turn so, our clocks back one hour. So it's a full hour. So, like, not yeah. with the metric system, it's not like a tenth no, of an hour or something. Well, time is the only measurement that is used around the world by everybody. It's the only increment of measurement that everyone uses. So, yes, one hour is the same as one hour over there. <laughs> and you call them an hour? Guys. An hour, yes. <laughs> we call it a minute and a second. Did you know, Sheena, that in, in Australia they call dollar they call dollars dollars? Well, he says notes sometimes, which I notes. think he's lying that they call them dollars. But, and and uh, their ATMs start at $20 increments, and their, their $1 and $2 um, increments are changed. They don't Coins. have actual bills. Yes, and Sheena is the one that brought this up. Yes. She was messaging me the other week. So, yes, 
our dollar is a dollar coin, a two dollar coin, and the funny part is the two dollar coin is smaller than the dollar coin. I don't know why this makes me so excited because I'm learning, I think. And with podcasting, I mean, granted, I'm learning all the time and podcasting is a way to constantly engage myself. But now I'm learning about a whole other country. And so I feel very uh, I'm like a raconteur now. I feel very special. What? Yeah. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. So I got to ask at your McDonald's, do you guys have a dollar menu? Yeah, we do, actually. Well, actually and you have to pay with change. No, no, no. It's a two dollar menu. Because things are more expensive here. Yes. Well, you you have better quality crap, though, at your McDonald's, Yes, we too. have better quality crap. Yeah, from what I've heard. <laughs> do they serve kangaroo? No, 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 no. Well, do they serve kangaroos? Well, if a kangaroo went up to the counter and asked for something, I suppose they, would, they wouldn't discriminate. <laughs> they come hopping through the, the um, drive-thru. You know, I guess they'd have to uh-huh. serve it. And the joey pops out. They'd be like, hop around, hop around. Hop around to the jump next up, window. Jump up and get down. So that's where Everlast oh, oh. is. <laughs> you going Do to they ask? no? But that's a good question. Is is kangaroo meat like horse meat over here? Like where it's mm-hmm. very uncommon. No, kangaroo meat is a very um, delicious dish. Like it, it's in high end restaurants. So I can't say I've ever eaten it, but or eaten. I don't know how I just said that before. Um, but the theory, well, the, the rumor was back twenty years ago that you get a meat pie and it had kangaroo in it because back then, no, kangaroo meat was just for animal meat. But they've learnt that kangaroo meat is actually pretty good. So they actually have proper kangaroo meat for sale in a lot of butchers, uh, even in some supermarkets. But I've never got it. It's supposed to be really tender. We can get crocodile meat as well. There's another one we get down here. Croc meat. That's a croc. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do they have country croc? Uh, is it whipped? Uh, uh, uh. Uh. See what I did there. Uh. <laughs> Kill was like, why did I pick this guy? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure That's you not get kangaroo jerky somewhere too, but I haven't seen that around. But we, no, we don't eat koala. We, we don't eat... <laughs> actually, emu, I think, yeah, you can... There's somewhere you can buy emu meat. So the funny thing is the two animals on our coat of arms... Are actual meats that we eat. Well, I think um, uh, quite honestly, at Fuddruckers over here, which is a chain of some notoriety, they uh, they serve kind of odd and end burgers. And I swear that I've seen they have boar, and I think they have emu. I think that's one of the options that they had. And I almost want to say that they had. I don't think it was kangaroo, but there was some other odd meat choice. Ostrich, that's what it was. It was ostrich. That's the other one I think of. Because uh, have, you have ostriches in Australia, don't you? Not no, not uh, roaming the uh, the bush. We have ostriches in our zoos. Zoo. <laughs> no, but no, not out in the wild, no. We have camels. And where are ostriches from? Uh, Africa. Oh. Yes, another country <laughs> that's south of the equator, but that's west of Australia. Fair what do they west. call their dollars? Oh, fuck. Actually, I can't remember. I should know it. Do you know Sheena? I have no idea. You should know from um, Lethal Weapon 2. Diplomatic community. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right, I'm going to look it up because now I'm curious. It's croupier or a Quran, Quran or something like that. Uh, it was actually a question on who wants to be a millionaire 
millionaire here the other week, and I got it wrong, so. Well, here it says that you can convert it to a euro, but is that right? You yeah, can probably convert anything to a euro. The euro is the dollar that encompasses all of Europe. Even though England accept them, England are still on their... They still have pounds and pence, which is what Australia used to have. It was back in 1969 we switched to the dollar. Valentine's Day, 1969, I'm pretty sure. We switched from the uh, English currency, which was pounds and pence, to dollars and cents. That doesn't make any sense. Nah. <laughs> well, they get, we, we used to have a one-cent coin and a two-cent coin, but they got taken out of circulation 15, 20 years ago. And the, uh, and the way they're talking, they're looking like taking the five-cent coin out of circulation next year, and maybe even the ten-cent coin. What are you, nuts? Yeah. How are you going to buy a soda? Well, easy, because sodas mm. are freaking dollar twenty, dollar fifty. Well, you can't buy it if you only got, don't, don't have All it does dimes. Is they'll just round up. They'll still charge things like at, you know, dollar fifty-five, and and just rounds up to dollar sixty. It's called a rand or a czar. Yeah, it's a rand. So here's a question then: Do you have you have tax over there, right? Yes. What's what's the tax rate in your area? Like, uh, if you went in and you bought something at the store, what's a per- we percent have, on the dollar? We have a GST, uh, goods and services tax. It was brought in back in 1996. I'm pretty sure that's 10 percent. But there's all all sorts of sales tax hidden in the price of stuff but that's what the GST was supposed to come in to to take a lot of sales tax out of things and GST gets charged after you pay for something like you go to the register they scan all your stuff and then they add the 10% on top and then on your little receipt it says well you know $3.55 GST but because there was such an uproar about this GST coming in that the government allowed like fresh food not to be GST so Mm. there's certain foods you can get not GST. It's but like week old bread. <laughs> you, you said not fresh. Well, week old bread still classed as fresh because most supermarkets still sell them as fresh. At some oh. point, but no, like foods that are like vegetables and fruits and and breads and the more processed foods. That's where you get your GST, and on just about everything, and on services too, like me making a coffin. When we sell a coffin, we sell a coffin for like two hundred and fifty bucks, then it would be twenty five dollars on top of that with GST. That's like ten percent. Then that's about like it is here. That's it's like nine point seven five percent. This is a really boring conversation for people listening, I'm sure. But that just leads me up to my joke, which is when I was younger, I traveled a lot, and we we traveled through dollars taxes. Um, yeah, it was okay. down south. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other country if you're stupid. Uh, I wanted to ask. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> If you've been listening to our previous episodes and you're aware that we're currently working with Killer, we're going to be trying to work with Killer over the next several episodes to get him to say, I can't speak in an American accent in an American accent. Okay. This is a goal of mine. I have a challenge. I have have officially thrown down the gauntlet, as it were, and not the game that was fun on Atari and in the arcade where Warrior needed food badly. But um, here's a question for you with your fantastic voice. Do you speak in a, Do you do any accents? No. Can't do an Australian? 
can't actually do that. No, she can't do this Australian uh, at the moment. I'm taken. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But um, She's taken two, I think, right? I am taken two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, see? Oh, that did, well, I've had a woman fly down from America twice. Yeah, we've told that story. <laughs> we've lived that story practically. No, I fucking lived yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you don't do any. You've not like when you're sitting around with your friends and you're trying to, you know, do your Harry Potter cosplay or something. You can't. Oh, I'm like, really bad at it. I'm exceptionally bad at well, it, actually. The line I always give people to try the Australian accent—it's the one everyone knows—is a dingo ate my baby. Go on. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll try it. A dingo ate my baby. Yeah. It's almost a little cockney. <laughs> really <Right>? bad. <coughs> oh, governor. Governor. Yeah, my governor. Baby. Freshen your drink, governor. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Why? It's really bad. My head goes to really wrong places when certain people are on the show. Because when you said that, Kill, I just imagine some guy using his... His dick is like a swizzle stick and a drink. And I don't know why my head went there, but I really feel bad about well, it. That line comes I apologize. From, that's from The Simpsons. The casino <laughs> episode where Monty <laughs> builds a casino, but they the um the mayor's trying to get, you know, a casino built and there's a guy who comes in, he's from England, you know, he's talking and then this waitress, you know, walks in and goes, Freshen your drink, governor <laughs> That's pretty terrible actually. With cr- you know, yeah, I know. I can't do accents. I told you that. <laughs> Maybe I can do a Russian. The Russian is about the role they can do. <laughs> I just love it so much, though. It just makes me giggle deep down. So, special. right, exactly. In my yep. pants, the K is silent. K is silent. Don't forget that. How can I? I have a hard time. This is this is no joke. I when I type. I type fast, but when I'm typing or when I'm writing something, even when I'm at work, if the word pants comes in anywhere, <laughs> I automatically type K-P-A-N-T-S. And on my phone, I use swipe. And it's I use it so often that if I put in pants the right way, it automatically corrects, corrects it to K-P-A-N-T-S. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is no joke. Oh, it's terrible. And my, my, head, my, my phone makes up weird words. I don't know about you guys with your phones, but... When I do my swipe, sometimes it'll come up with strange words like headbees. I don't know what headbees are, but it, it wants to throw that into sentences a lot. I don't know. It may be on Wicker Man. <laughs> Not the right? bees! It's gonna, no! <laughs> it's gonna punch a friggin' bear. <laughs> a man bear pig. <laughs> Al Gore. <laughs> do, you, do you guys have any... Anything like that? Do you have trouble with your swipe or your autocorrect if you're an iPhone mm. user? No, I don't type that much. Autocorrect doesn't. I turn u- mine off. Usually have any issues with me? Well, there's some days where I'll be like, "Screw it," and I'll tell people I'm going to have a day where I've, I'm not going to correct anything that comes out of my phone. So if something weird comes through on your side, you have to decipher it because I'm not correcting it, and it leads to some very entertaining uh, conversations. I must say. I, I highly recommend it someday. And see if Headbees comes up on yours. I'll attempt it. Yeah, we'll see. I'll send it to you. Yes. Maybe I'll type in Headbees and see what comes up. Any reason to get you to text me? <laughs> anytime, Joel. Anytime. Yay. Oh. 
So what else we got, Caleb? Before because questions are later. This is usually where we talk about something else. Told you I don't have much this week. <sighs> Killer, I'm ashamed of you. Uh, it's just been a hard week dealing with some shit. Dealing well, that with I understand. Next door neighbors. <clears throat> dealing with the the girlfriend. And she's rearranged this room, my studio, because her studies now. So she's taken the desk I was using, moved it over towards where the bed is, so she can sit there and sit here in in um, peace and quiet and not get distracted and do her studies. So she brought this other desk in for me, which I've got the equipment set up on. But So it's all new to me in here at the moment, so it's putting me off a little. It's not what I've been used to for the last few shows. Yeah. You've been in a lot of transition lately, though, with that, with this show and everything. And yep. you're using her Skype account and, and her, her computer. computer. And yeah, that's why I've got it set up over on the desk to my right, which I'm keeping an eye on the levels. Just so you know, Kevin, I'm keeping an eye on the levels so you don't complain. Kevin. And I've got my other computer, my computer sitting here if I ever need to look anything up. But yeah. Speaking of which, speaking of Kevin, uh, I know there's rumor about the Unitards coming back. And uh, so be interested to see how that goes. Are you going to be on it, Joe? I am not. No, I have politely declined, not for any sort of hard feelings or bad feelings or anything bad, but uh, it's kind of a reboot or uh, a regeneration. And so, you know, yep. I'm going to let Kevin take it in a new direction. And I'm here with you, Kill. It's you and I now. Yeah. So, um, well, from what I know from the I unit arts, them, you it's know. not going to be a live show anymore. It's going to be recorded on a Sunday, it's not going to be a weekly show. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's either going to be monthly or bi-weekly. Um, and it's going to be recorded Sexual on Sexual preference has nothing to do with it. And I know Goose coming back in and uh, maybe Quentin, I think. From yeah. what I have been told, I'm not sure. We'll just have to wait and see. But we'll support him. You yeah, know, we'll, we'll throw some support behind that. Shit, I've supported that show for a long while. Yeah. I actually owned the well, domain I'll name. I'll be Wonder Brawls. I'm going to support him in his time of need. That's going to be a jockstrap. I'm going to be an athletic supporter. That, I was Depends to you, on which guy we're talking about. I was going to say to you, Joel, I, I own the undercoverunitards.com domain name. Maybe we should switch <laughs> it towards us. You could, since you own it. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. You know that. No, you would not do that. You're not that kind of guy. But that would I'd do it for a week just for a laugh. But... <laughs> just to be a jerk. Ha ha, you suck. No, but um, yeah, there's been a lot of transition in podcasting lately. Speaking of what brought us all together, because I mean, you know, I I started podcasting and then through podcasting, I met both of you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm still friends with all the other people that are have come along over the years or were there before me. And yeah, the Mediocre Show had a big change recently, too, yeah. which I don't know anything about what happened. But uh, all I know is that... Uh, it's, I don't know, is it just Eric and Hope then now? No, and Troy. Troy Simple. Um, oh, yep. okay. And they're not doing a live show anymore. Hmm. So they had their final live show this week. I have not listened to the show yet. But yes, they've switched from Wednesday nights live to recording. I don't know what day they'll record, but there's only going to be a show available for download, not a live show. As Eric said, he goes, in this day and age where people time shift their TV shows... And you know, listen, and you know, watch shows at their, you know, whenever they feel like, instead of watching it 
when it comes on TV yeah. is why not change? Yeah, and he, he said the, the live audience had been dwindling, less and less people in the chat room. They still had their key major people in the chat room, but so that that's what changed. Um, the mic's no longer on the show. I don't I don't know anything about it. Maybe we'll find out next week. I don't know if the mic will want to speak about it, but yes, the mic's life's changed a bit too. So I'm saying things about people I should, maybe shouldn't. I don't know. This is. But yeah. Well, but, you know, he's still doing, obviously, Oblivious, and Full of Sith is, you know, full steam, and everything's good, so it's not like you're saying anything that's not yeah. common knowledge or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, but I don't um, like saying things about people without them here to actually defend themselves or correct me or or whatnot, but yeah, as, all I know is the mic's not on the show anymore, they're not doing it live anymore, and it's going to be Eric, Hope, and Troy, and it, it will probably still come out at the same time each week. But it's no more live show from the mediocre. Well, that, that brings up an interesting thing, actually. Um, and I know, Sheena, you're a little bit younger than both Kill and I, and Kill is a little bit older than me, but not by much. One year. Uh, I, I remember, like, when there was only five channels, when the TVs were not as big as your whole half of your wall, and when, if you wanted to see something, you had to time it. You had to be home at that time, or you didn't see it until the dawn of the VCR or the Betamax, when things change. But even then, there's a chance your your DVR, your, or your DVR, your VCR. VCR might not tape it because it, the timer didn't set, or the tape, something might happen with the tape, or you might forget to put the tape in, or the power might go out and reset everything. It was totally different, and now it's like, if you're not home, you're not home, and you can tape like an entire month's worth of shows and never even really have to worry about it. It's true. Sometimes people just leave the house so they can say that they left their house and they tape something. I can watch it later. Fast forward past all those commercials. I left the house because I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> but how are the commercial people making money anymore? Because I know that was a big thing back in the day. They're like, well, the commercials are what supports the shows. And I know cable and satellite have kind of taken over the marketplace, but... Still, I mean, there's still commercials, and they still air, but people fast-forward through them because they DVR everything now. My guess is there's still some older people out there who don't use DVR that still sit around and watch the live version. Once that generation passes away, I don't know. They'll have to go for more commercials inside shows, like product placements and stuff like that. They'll start putting it on the internet. Mm-hmm. And you start streaming everything live, you have to watch like 10 seconds of the, the ad. Like on YouTube? Yeah. Or if you don't have the special software, you have to watch the the commercial. And you're like, damn it, get through the 30 yeah. seconds for the love of Pete. Like, I don't have cable TV. I watch all my shows through the internet. And it requires me to watch the ads. I will completely stop the show like a certain increment and play the ad and then I'll continue to stream the rest of it. Yeah, it's like a, a site. I Sydney Morning Herald have videos, some good documentaries on there. But every... So often they'll throw, go to an ad. And what pisses me off, half the time the ad will... Something will fuck up. The ad won't play. Then I can't go back and watch the show. I have to go back to the beginning of the show and watch 
the whole bit I've just watched just so we can get to the point where it plays an ad again and continue on from that point. I think it's something to do with their servers or something, but but I that's only on that site when they they post online. Oh, here's a good documentary, you know. They had one about Nirvana a couple of weeks ago and well, a couple of months ago and a couple of other things. But my way of watching TV for any shows I want to watch is I obtain them, as I say. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Then you have no ads. I can watch them at any time I want. That's all depending on people doing the wrong or right thing. Right thing for me, wrong thing by them. Putting them up. Because so, a lot of Australian shows, because us Australians are pretty honest, you know, we're not criminals and we never... You know. <laughs> you're, you're founded in a prison, Colleen. <laughs> yes, that's my point. But yeah, a lot of Australian <laughs> shows are harder to find. I mean, all the American shows, any guy I want to watch, you know, just straight, I go to that certain site I'm not going to mention, and I find them fine. But a lot of the Australian shows, no, they, they don't show up. It's because they're all stealing them. They can't afford to produce them. Mm. Bunch of thieves. Allegedly. Allegedly. We stole the whole country. Right. So wait a minute. So Sheena, by the time you came around to watching television, because like I said, you're a little younger, Mm -hmm. uh, did was cable already kind of in full effect at that point? Because I remember the birth of cable. So. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Did you have it growing up? Uh, we did, but my parents put a time limit on how much TV we were allowed to watch. So, like, they bought us the Disney Channel, and I would absolutely love it, like, whenever they stopped buying it, that free week that you'd get from Disney. Right. And, like, all the kids in the neighborhood were like, oh, it's free Disney! Yes! So we all sat around for the whole week of free Disney and begged our, our parents, please get Disney Channel, please. But yeah, we pretty much spent a lot of our time outside playing with our friends. Nowadays, well, I see the kids with like cell phones and Game Boys. Well, they're not Game Boys anymore, but playing on their phone, Flappy Bird. No one plays outside anymore. You played Darn outside. And you never got. You never got kidnapped. That's good. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I lived in a small community where everybody knew your name. It's kind of like Cheers, but in a community. <laughs> For like midgets? And like everybody was your parent. If you're doing something you weren't supposed to, well, by the time you walked home for supper, oh, you're going to hear about it. You got yelled at by your neighbor, and then they called your mom, and then you got yelled at again. It, oh, communities. Did you live in like a like a commune, like a hippie commune or something? Oh, no, no. It was just a small, small little town. Why do I have trouble picturing that for some reason? I think because I keep picturing midgets. I don't know why. (laughs) Not that small. Not like small people. I I don't know. I went to school in a three-room schoolhouse. And there's like two grades per per grade. Wow. Like 12 people per class. And then by the time I graduated, so here's sixth grade, then they shut down the small community schools and started putting everybody together into one big school. So, That's yeah. really small. How big was this? the city you lived in or the town? It wasn't very big. We didn't even have like stoplights or anything. It's just out in the middle. No of way. You're kidding. Yeah. 
Totally. Totally did. And then when I went to college, I moved away from there and more of a town slash city. But yeah. Okay. I grew up in the middle of nowhere. I didn't realize this. I'm learning things about Sheena. I love it. I have to ask because I, one of my dear, dear friends of mine who, um, just a fantastic person. She grew up in a very small town and I used to go visit her, um, every weekend during uh, high school. And they had literally their main street was called main street. And on main street, there was, um, you know, stores on either side for about three blocks. And then on either side, it was, you know, off to back to the kind of the farmy type thing. And you go either direction, it's kind of, you know, suburb, well, houses, not suburbs, but, um, houses, but for this, you know, three block stretch or so with a couple stoplights, there's your stores. And mm-hmm. on a Friday night, because I used to go and we'd hang out and we'd, I'd stay overnight. On a Friday night, um, you'd see the, the teenagers cruise up and down this three block stretch and they'd park the cars, you know, in front of one of the stores and they'd get out and they'd sit and they'd talk or they'd smoke their cigarettes or whatever. And then they'd go back down and then turn around and cruise back the other way. And I just thought it was the dumbest thing on the planet that they just kept going up and down the three block radius past the two stoplights and then would pull off and talk and then do it again. Did you do that? Wow. Or what was the point? What, I don't understand. Oh, well, basically we didn't even have any stores. There's no stores. We have one post office and my mom works there. Uh, there's about a hundred boxes for postage pretty much. And as teenagers, we had a community building, which was also the bus stop. And basically, all the teenagers gathered there, and we'd just sit around and talk. That was it. So you said that there weren't any stoplights? No, no stoplights. Was there a lot of fatalities? No, no. Did you you live in Mortal Kombat? (laughs) No, there's no, no fatalities. Well, I mean, if there was, it was probably from, like, doing stupid stuff like letting off bottle rockets or whatever but uh yeah no it's a pretty small little area was it a farm community um parts of it parts of it um there's mostly just like i don't know it's one of those neighborhoods where you had neighbors but they weren't so close to you where you could hear what they're listening to on their televisions you actually yeah. had yards <laughs> okay so, yeah <laughs> well, here, every I live in a duplex, so I can basically hear everything that my neighbor is doing and saying and whatnot. But when I lived with my parents, I, we were playing baseball in our backyard, and we had all the community kids coming to our backyard and playing baseball. It was like the size of a baseball field. It was nuts. Was it a field of dreams? <laughs> no. <laughs> there was no <laughs> dreams being made there. That was the field of nightmares. What was Especially the when the Whipple Ball would go and get stuck on top of the roof. Worst you day the, ever. The Whipple Ball. <laughs> uh, I always, whenever I hear that word, I want to put, I want to put syrup on it. I really do, and I know it's not a waffle ball, but for me in my head, that's what I hear. It'd be kind um, of sticky, right? And when in you hit it, it would. It'd be a sticky situation. Ah. Uh? That's terrible, but I love it. Um, see, because I grew up in Kansas City. You know, it's it's a metropolitan area. I lived on the state line. I could literally spit into Kansas, and I would because Kansas is not as good as Missouri. 
And, you know, it's about one and a half million people in the Kansas City metro area between Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. And so, you know, it was not a small town. I mean, people look at it as a cow town, but I'm picturing for some reason where you're at, like you guys would go out cow tipping. And I know that's probably not accurate, but in my head, that's what I'm picturing. I have cow tips before. Indeed. Like at a restaurant? Yes. No, no, no. In my neighbor's yard. That's I They have cows. And at the end of the road, um, they had some horses. Could go and see the horses every day. So, yeah. It's like a little community with horses and cows and whatnot. What about you, Killa? Was it a small town, big, big town, big city? Big, big, big city. Born in Sydney. So, yeah. Or houses. I know you took the public bus to school, but... Yes, we took the public bus to school. Yeah. (coughs) Yeah, so I was born in, like, Sydney, which is the biggest city in Australia. So, it's even bigger than what it was when I grew up. About how many people, roughly, these days? These days, I think we're up to about four or five million. That's and, a pretty big city. Yeah, it's getting Ow. bigger. Everyone, when we get all the all the people that immigrate to Australia, they choose either Melbourne or Sydney, basically. So it's getting pretty tight. So at the moment, there's a lot of more high-rise buildings being built to accommodate everyone. Like when I first grew up, where I the street I grew up in, they had uh, houses. They had a quarter-acre block. A lot of those quarter-acre blocks are now being transformed into like maybe put two houses on that block or they take down the two quarter acres and build um, townhouses or units and so yeah they're starting to compress the whole city down so yeah but what Sheena's talking about I know exactly what she's talking about because the outer suburbs of Sydney were like that but now they're starting to become more like city city suburbs with like Houses being built next door to each other. So, yeah. But yeah, Sydney is pretty populated now. Our streets are packed, like the roads, traffic problems. It's a fucking nightmare here in Sydney. It's expensive, it's busy, it's fucking... It's a nightmare. But I wouldn't live anywhere else. I was just going to ask you that. So, did you want to live anywhere else? Because I know you're now, Sheena, you're in, I mean, much bigger area now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I went to college in, I don't care, I'll say it. I went to college in Morgantown at WVU and uh, much, much bigger than where I grew up. I was like, oh, my gosh, this place has sidewalks. This is glorious. <laughs> there weren't sidewalks in your town when you grew up? <laughs> no. Oh, no. There's no sidewalks. There's Good no sidewalks. Lord. We would uh, attempt to skateboard because it was real big back in the day when I was, in, uh, when I was a kid. And we just like skateboarding on asphalt and like we'd hit gravel and whatnot. It was, it was a horrible time. It was completely horrible. And then I remember when, uh, those inline skates were, were real big Uh rollerblades, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, It was a death trap. (laughs) You try to roll down the hill, you'd hit a rock, you'd fly into like the neighbor's bushes. It was completely horrible. So, Are you yeah. covered in like road rash scars? Uh, I had I, I hurt myself quite a few times until I just finally quit. I was like, this is not worth it. 
not worth it whatsoever. I've got, wow. I've got a good couple of skateboard stories. I um, One day riding skateboard, hit uh, the... You used to call them sidewalks, we call them footpaths. Um, there was a tree root that moved the footpath, the cement up, and my front wheels of the skateboard hit it, and I went head over tit. Oh, like I'm used to, you know, that's an Australian term, head over tit. This is before I started falling downstairs, by the way. And crack, I'm learning. Crack, I cracked my head on the cement, my left eye, above my left eye, and it blew up. Like I got a huge black eye, the it was the biggest lump on my head. I spent seven hours in the waiting room of the emergency department before getting seen. Jeez. And it, it blew up and I had my left eye closed for three days. Oh I had gosh. a couple of days off school and went back to school. And um, in, when I went to my English class, the teacher turned around and started calling me Cyclops. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was blown Good up. old one eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my first skateboard major injury. And then... When I was uh, working at the first coffin factory I worked at, I used to ride skateboard to work and back. And coming down the hill just around the corner from home, I'm riding it down and I get the death wobbles. I don't know if you know about death wobbles on skateboards. If it's you get too fast, the board starts wobbling. It throws me off the board and I do a freaking baseball slide down the freaking a- the asphalt of the road. Ow. Uh, yeah. Ow. My left hip completely, like I lost freaking... St- size of bigger than a baseball like huge mount off there off my leg off my elbow then i'm hobbling home and just at that time my um my mum's pulled around the corner because she was picking up me up my younger brother from school and she gone oh would you freaking do you stupid fool and then when i showed her the graze on my my hip she's oh my god oh my god <laughs> drags me inside and gives me all the first aid and I, was, I went that's it no more skateboards for me so wow. i avoid skateboards I don't blame you. We didn't go fast enough to get the death wobbles. Yeah. We always had a rock before then. Never hit a rock. Stupid rock. Yeah. And then you just had death. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Two questions. One. Well, one question and one. Then I'll tell you my skateboard history. Killa, do your wheels on your skateboard go the other direction? I'm kidding. Um, No, they go round and round, just like on the bus wheels. They go round and round. As you fall in your death wobbles. Yeah. That's a great name for an Australian band. Death wobbles. It's fun to say. Anyway, my my experience with the skateboard was, I don't remember even why I wanted one because my brother he used to have pictures of BMX racers all over his wall. That was his thing. He was all about BMX. God knows why. Um, but so that's what I saw, and I was you know I was into um, glam rock and and metal and whatnot so i mean i guess skating was kind of a part of that but i wasn't really a punk or anything so for whatever reason i saw the skateboard it was bright orange and it was badass it was called the nightmare three and i still own it it's actually sitting behind me right now as we speak and it was it was it was just coolest thing i thought and it had this cool imagery on it of this like nightmare scene it was just badass i'm like i gotta have this so i get it get it home and i lived on a a nice little residential suburban street is fairly busy um, street. And uh, the side I lived on like a 45 degree hill. I wasn't going down that, but across the street, there was a sidewalk or a footpath as they call it in Australia. And so I took my skateboard. I was all by myself and I go out in front of the neighbor's yard and onto their, the sidewalk, right? There's a nice smooth patch. I don't see any rocks or anything. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to give this a go. 
So I get on my skateboard. I put my foot on it. I push off with the other foot. I hit a rock. I fall down. Scrape my knee. That was the end of my skateboarding career. I, ne- I never once after that got onto the skateboard again. Nor did I try again. It has since leaned up on the corner in my house in one form or another um, as decorative only. Um, still showing the scars of that horrible, horrible incident where I lightly grazed my knee. Yeah. Ouch. True story. That's a very true story. That really happened. I suck on all things with wheels, apparently, except cars. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't ride a bike. Can't ride a motorcycle. Can't ride a bike. I suck on roller skates. I'm not really great on, on ice skates either. Yeah. You're great on a bus. I am. I can get from one place <laughs> to another on a bus, literally with no transfers. I'm that good. That's not that true. That is fantastic, Joel. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. I'm blushing. <laughs> wow. That That's I've never told that story before. So thank you all for adding one another level of humiliation to my life. I brought it on myself, though. So, All right. At least so, you can walk up and down stairs without breaking your neck. Very true. I've only broken one bone in my body. Once. Um, I've broken a hip, broken a neck. But he stares. you got to be careful of him. I can just jump out and get you. <laughs> Damn right. You jump out of nowhere. <laughs> They're dangerous over there. Everything's dangerous in Australia. I've I've read the, the posts on Facebook. So, I mean, I can survive crocodiles, funnel web spiders, snakes, and all that, but comes to stairs oh shit <laughs> he's screwed uh, uh, stingray. Oh, holy crap oh, that's that's low wrong oh, wrong i know don't say that she okay. just went to a bad place so <laughs> wait a minute what about escalators um they move for me i just stand on them i think that would be highly more even more dangerous no there is actually one escalator i go to over at um <clears throat> The Westfields of Parramatta, and it's a long one. And I stand on it going, ooh, this could be dangerous. <laughs> when Donna's with me, she's like, just hold on, please. <laughs> just let that do the work. Don't you start walking down it. That's, That's what, she, what said. she said. Oh, nice one. <laughs> High five. All right. High five virtually. Yeah. Yes. Wait, where did you say you go ride the escalator? What was it called? It's Westfields. The shopping center. You should know Westfields. Oh. They're in America now, Westfield. Not and here. The suburbs. Not in Illinois. Yeah. Well, they're over there somewhere in America. The guys it's like from a mall? Not here. Yeah, it's a mall. We call them shopping centers. You call them malls. But yeah. It started in Australia, Westfield. But yeah, he's got some big shopping centers or malls over there. But yeah, there's a, the biggest one in a, a Sydney is Parramatta. And it's a suburb near where I live. Parramatta. Now I'm out in the west. Everything there's got such fun names. Parramatta is um, Cherryvale. I'm pretty sure it's an Aboriginal name. There's a lot of suburbs are Aboriginal names. Like Canberra, Australia's capital territory. Canberra stands for meeting place in Aboriginal. You guys have a question for you (gasps) that maybe you can answer. What? What is the difference between state and territory? A state is run by itself, like it has its own government. We have state governments. A territory is run by 
um, Australia. Like the, we have two territories. We have the Australian Capital Territory, which is Canberra, which is actually located in the middle of New South Wales. But Canberra was put there because Melbourne wanted to be the Australian Capital Territory. Sydney wanted to be the Australian Capital Territory. So they made a, um, they come to a compromise and said we'll have it halfway between Melbourne and Sydney. So they found this area in the um, south of Sydney, where I am, and built this territory called the Australian Capital Territory. Put the Parliament House in there and whatnot. Mm. The other territory is the Northern Territory, where Crocodile Dundee comes from. Oi. Oi. So that is still run by its own governance, but it is still controlled by the Parliament in in um, Canberra. Not so, Parliament Funkadelic, Sheena, just so you know. But, so what the Northern Territory did before, a while ago, they actually allowed um, suicide. Um, what? Yeah, what is it called? Um, euthanasia? Euthanasia. Thank you, Joel. That's what I was trying to get to. They actually passed the law up there, euthanasia. But because they're a territory and still governed by the actual federal government, the federal government overrode it and stopped them from doing it. So that's the difference between a territory and a state. The states still can run themselves. A territory is still uh, governed by the actual federal government. Cool. There you go. Okay. Do you guys have I've like slang it. terms if you live in a territory versus a state? Do, do we have like what? we have like Yanks? Oh, slang term? Nah. We have slang terms for different states. Like we call Queenslanders banana benders. <laughs> banana benders. <laughs> banana ben, ben. Not banana. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> that's because banana. bananas are growing up there, right? So. And we call Melbourne Mexicans because they're south of the, they're south of the border. <laughs> oh, also, wow. another term for Queenslanders are cane toads. You cheeky bastards! Well, that that comes from we have a a rugby league match every year. It's a state versus state match between New South Wales and Queensland. They're called cane toads. They call us cockroaches. <laughs> I don't know who got the worst end of the stick on that one. Yeah, but that's but that's just a rugby league match that started in the eight like nineteen eighty. It's just a state versus state thing. That was back when rugby league was just like was mainly based in New South Wales and Queensland. But it's it's grown. We have a side in Melbourne now, which the Storm, which they suck. The bunch of freaking cheaters. Sorry, that's just me bitching about the side. Wow. Yeah, Storm can get fucked. I hate them. <laughs> You guys in your football. Football, yeah. Or rugby, league. I'm sorry. Wrong league. Sport, yeah. league. It's league. But yeah, we call I it. respect rugby players. Anybody that's going to wear shorts that small and still kick somebody else's ass is, yeah, yeah. is, we, is, is good in my book. And we don't wear freaking helmets or pads, mate. We do it for real. Exactly. I, I have the utmost respect for rugby players. Just, 100%. If you ever want to see, look up State of Origin on YouTube and big hits of State of Origin. That's when they're allowed to they sort of let the rules lapse a little bit so they can hit a bit harder and they'll allow fights to go on. And, and Yes, you want to see the toughest guys? Go watch that. Has ever anyone ever I died s- during a match? No. No. Bummer. Not yet. Well, between the, the movie Green Street Hooligans and um, the episode of Friends where Ross plays rugby, 
that I, I have grown utmost respect if, if for the sport. If you're saying rugby, are you talking rugby league or rugby union? Because it's probably more rugby union, which well, is a rich man's game. It's Punce's game. On Friends, they were just playing it for fun. But on yeah, on it, Green Street Hooligans, it's more about the you know the the fans that go out and get in fights over you know Manchester United versus whatever. Oh, I don't know the names of the teams. That's probably soccer. Is that the one with Elijah Wood in it? Yeah. Okay. All right. I know what you're talking about. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. They made a sequel. I don't know why, but it's a good movie, and they uh, they talk about how vicious the fans are. Let alone the sport itself. It's just crazy. Well, over in England, when it comes to soccer, yeah, they call it football over there. But it's maybe I'm confusing my sports now. Damn yes, it! You I are. am so stupid. But I yes, am. Football in England means the round ball game, soccer. Which you soccer. call it soccer over there. We call it soccer here, but we're slowly calling it football as well. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, the hooligans over there. Oh yeah, I'm wrong. See, I'm confused, but I still have respect for rugby. And yes, it's because of friends. But, uh, yeah, the Green Street hooligans is about the people that I fight. I always tried to tell everyone, don't confuse rugby union with rugby league. Damn it! Actually, this is why I need the show killer so rug- I can understand the right and well, the wrong. Rugby league was born out of rugby union, so it's a similar style. If you know what I mean, there's 13 players, maybe. I think Union has 15, I'm not sure. I don't follow it, I don't don't like it, but it's still it's like you're running up a field like this is same a bit like um, American football in a sense, but you have you know a line of players running at you know another lot of players. Difference with Union is when you get tackled, they have a, a scrummy, well, I don't even know what it's called, but people pile onto each other. It's a good gay fest. These pile on. Where rugby league, oh, yeah. you, you get tackled, then you've got to stand up and play the ball behind you and then continue on. And the opposition has to be 10 metres away from you. Once you get tackled, they've got to go back 10 metres. They run forward. And you only get six tackles. Like, you can only be tackled six times before you have to hand the ball over. This Maybe that's like, where Jimmy Hoffa went. He started the unions over there. I'm trying to explain in a quick way huh. about rugby league. Yes. I'm hoping to get out and see a couple of rugby league games this year. My team, the Canary Bulldogs. So what's more popular over there? Is it is it all rugby or it's more into baseball or cricket? We'll get get to baseball in a minute. Cricket. (laughs) Well, I'll get to baseball now. The Los Angeles Dodgers and the Arizona Diamondbacks are coming to Sydney next weekend to play two games. And it's actually part of the proper season. They've um, set up the SCG, which is the Sydney Cricket Ground, here in Australia, here in Sydney, I should mm-hmm. say. Uh, they've converted it into a baseball diamond. So LA Dodgers are coming, my side, my favourite side, and the Diamondbacks are coming down to play their first two games here. Unfortunately, I'm not going, but Aww. I like baseball. I used to play baseball. I don't know if Sheena knows that. I don't know if you know that, Joel. Remember, I used we to play baseball. I do remember yeah, that, actually. Socially. Yeah, I played it socially. It was just a weekend game. I'm... I played it from 1991 to about 2000 and then went back for one year um, at the end of the awful show. The year awful show ended and I put off going to play baseball just so I'd get to the last show. But yeah, so I got involved Aww. Got involved in baseball. I love baseball. So See, I grew up with baseball because in Kansas City, you know, it's a big sports town between the Chiefs and the Royals and uh, 
um, my aunt, who I talked about on my show a couple weeks ago, she listened to the games all the time, and we used to go together sometimes to the games. And so I grew up big time in that. I was actually at one of the games for the 85 series where the Royals won, um, and I went and saw games a lot. Um, we went trick-or-treated at George Brett's house, and all the players, you know, were local and were very much, you know, part of the community. And so, yeah, I grew up as a fan of baseball. I haven't watched a game in probably two decades now, but I'm getting old. So, yeah, it's not my thing anymore. But I understand. I get it. Yeah. But going back to the popular sports, it depends what state you're in. In Here in uh, Sydney, in New South Wales, it's rugby league. That's the number one football game. At the moment, soccer's starting to produce itself to be a good sport. We've got a good uh, national competition going, so they're starting to pick up some numbers. We have two Sydney sides in the AFL, which is Aussie Rules Football, and they don't get as much numbers as the um, rest of people, but uh, rest of the states. But Melbourne is AFL state. That's it. Aussie Rules Football. That's where it was born out of. So if you go to Melbourne, that's all you see, like, on the news, on, you know, it's all about AFL. And in Adelaide, the same thing, and probably in Western Australia, same thing, AFL. But with New South Wales and Queensland, it's rugby league. So there's your, your main football games for your states. Northern Territory, who knows? They're just fighting off crocodiles up there, so they're too busy doing <laughs> that. That's a sport in and of itself. In Tasmania, they, they're too busy fucking their cousins, so who knows what they're doing. Come to Tasmania. Come to Tasmania. Yeah, that's another. That's nice. But that's, that's the other joke, you know. They all fuck their cousins or, or sisters and brothers down there. But, hey, we do so, the same thing in West Virginia. And you I was going to say, that sounds like where you're from. <laughs> and you mentioned cricket. Cricket is a summer sport. So we've just finished the the cricket season and rugby league this is it's we're on round two this week of rugby league so we've just switched to our rugby league so cricket's finished that's over summer and we beat england in the ashes yes yes aussie aussie yeah. aussie yes we hadn't beaten them for a while but they come here and we smashed them you Fuck beat you, them your off. palms what oh. i better be careful because i know a couple of people in london listen how you going over there <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I don't think people real People don't realize this when I do after having known you now for several years, but uh, that you're coming up on the quote unquote winter season, like June, July and all that. Yep. We are actually which, in autumn right now, which you call fall. Winter is coming. Yep. All right. Nice. Our seasons are different. We do it by month, like the beginning of the month. We change like so summers from the beginning of December to the end of February. Then the first of March, it's autumn fall right to June. We switch to winter at the 1st of June, it's winter, to the 31st of August. And then when we hit the 1st of September, it's spring. And then it means it's Joel's birthday coming soon. <laughs> Yay, I'm coming soon. Uh, wait, so it, it give everybody an idea of what's the coldest it gets there in the quote-unquote winter. All right, I don't have my phone to convert it, so you'll have to do your own conversions here. All right, hold on, let me get ready. <clears throat> Today, because right, I'm going to be coming soon, so let me get ready. All right, I'm going to talk in Celsius, because <laughs> that's what we right, use. I'm going to breathe heavy. All right, the coldest we get, well, it depends. Some some winters get colder, some don't. The average day for a winter, the morning might start around about 5 degrees centigrade, 
We That's can, 41 degrees Fahrenheit. We can get okay. up to, like the average is about 18 degrees on a Wednesday. 18, 19. That's 64 degrees Fahrenheit, people. Yeah. Basically, that's an average. We have had colder winters where we have dropped down to zero. It depends what part of, well, I'm talking Sydney here. It's always different around the other parts. Like if you go up to Queensland, you forget it. That's, a Queensland winter is like a summer for parts of America. Because they're closer <laughs> to the equator, you know. But, yeah, we've had colder winters. If you go out west from Sydney here, you go out to the Blue Mountains. I think I've mentioned the Blue Mountains on the show yeah, before. Yeah, yeah so That's yep. where I first saw snow. That's, they're up. The altitude's a little higher, so, yeah, occasionally... Well, it gets colder out there anyway. Even in summer, they're a little cooler. But, yeah, they can drop below zero and um, occasionally get snow. But so in Queensland, we're talking like 35 degrees in the winter, Celsius. Uh, not quite. They'll top to 27, 28, depending. If you go right to the tip of Queensland, yes. Yeah, I'm doing a conversion here, so I'm just kind of playing with the numbers yeah. for a minute. If you go to the top of Queensland, but that, that part's called the tropics. It's above the uh, Tropic of uh, Capricorn. That's like Northern Territory. They don't have really summers or winters. They have a wet season and a dry season. <laughs> so Me do too. I. You know what? I'm, <laughs> what? <laughs> but yes, so it's that's the way it works uh, up in like Darwin, top of Northern Territory. It's but they're it's, always evolving up in Darwin. Uh, not really. Uh, they, <laughs> I thought I was going to say something bad. Then I won't. Um, but yeah, they they're still like at thirty, thirty-four degrees in winter. But that's only because they're closer to the equator, so it's which is like mid nineties. It's like ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, ninety three. Yeah. Fair enough. But like when they have the wet season up there, it's just humid. It kills you. I'd love to go visit, but I hate humidity. So swamp ass. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. So, but that's the same at the top of Queensland. Probably the same as the top of WA, but there's not much at the top of WA. I don't know what that means, but okay. WA is I Western bo- Australia. Oh. WA. Yeah, West Australia. SA. Western South Australia. Australia. Come on. Taz. Tasmania. Uh, Vic. is Victoria. And it's W. Come to Tasmania. Tasmania. South Wales. That's the vagina. It is. I remember. <laughs> no, it's. That's why we call ladies' parts the map of Tassie. <laughs> See, I'm learning something from the show. See, it would make sense to me if it was very, you know, they had the wet season down there then. That would make more sense. Yeah. And it's the Getting bush, you know? Down under. Like, I get it. Getting wet in the bush. Exactly. Just like, you know, New Jersey is the armpit of America and St. Louis is Florida the asshole. Florida is the, of the wang. Florida is the wang. West Virginia is like the upper, lower, mid. We're the mountainous area. That's the tumor. It's hilly. <laughs> it's like the fat cellulite. It's more like it. <laughs> and Colorado is like the boobs. Our, our the things are looking strange because there's boobs and a penis on it on our on our America Sheena. Well, it's a female. Oh, nice! We swing both ways in America. Oh, it's all, all right. about everybody. We're a melting That's, pot. Do you, exactly. Do you know where this great Australian bite is, though? I don't know what that means. Don't know what the great Australian bite means. No, the what is that? Bite? Is that like a shark? Well, there are sharks down there. If you look at the map of Australia, right down the bottom of it, 
Looks like someone took a bite out of it. The shape they? of the country. Down in Adelaide, in South Australia. The, the middle of Australia at the bottom. Look at the map. Looking at it now. <laughs> There's that round bit at the bottom, like it's like someone took a yeah. bite. It's called the Great Australian Bite. Ah. And guess what? Oh. That's where a lot of sharks are. The Great Whites. Oh, is that where they jump out of the water from underneath and grab seals and devour yes. them? Yes, and that's where you can I go. I was watching a um, a special on that the other day. They only do that in two places, down at the uh, Cape down in, in Africa and Cape in Town, Australia. Yeah. Yep, because they're about at the same longitude, you know, the same position, you know. If you go across to South Africa, it's right at the same point. The, the weather, the, the waters are at the same temps, so that's where the Great Whites congregate a lot. But yeah, that's where you can go into the shark cages and go diving with sharks. Down the Great Australian Bight, so I find that ironic. Go diving with sharks in the Great Australian Bight. See, I'm looking at a map of Australia right now, and I'm quite honestly, I don't think I would ever go there because you you have giant animals down there that are very frightening, according to this map. And I don't know that I'm very scared. I mean, if this is legit, if this map is legit that I'm looking at. I'll have a look. I, I just sent it to both of <laughs> yeah. you. I don't think I'm going. Oh, well, the kookaburra's not going to hurt you. Cockatoos. Have plenty. you seen the size of the thing in this map? It's like as big yeah, as the map. Yeah, well. It's like freaking Godzilla. All right. Looking at this map, I only can see two animals you'd have to worry about. Well, well but they're three. all huge. They're like as big as Australia. Yeah, well, that Tasmanian devil's as big as the Tasmania. <laughs> I know, right? How do people fit on that part of the continent? Maybe you anybody be. doesn't know what we're looking at, we're looking at a map that has giant animals on it. It's just the wildlife of Australia. There's nothing on there to be scared of. <laughs> Except for you. What's the difference between a wallaby and a kangaroo? Well, they are from the same species, but a wallaby is a, a, lot, a lot smaller. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Wallabies are a lot smaller. They are the same... I, I'm not a scientist, so I can't think of the name, but there's a certain, like... Uh, Latin term we call wang bipads or bite you know something <laughs> wang yeah but yeah they are <laughs> they have the same species but the same family but different species they're just a smaller version so it's like a hamster versus a gerbil yeah it's pretty much and as a socks sex talk person please tell me you guys seen Rocco Ma and Ma anybody anybody nope. yeah too nope. old for that. Oh. Sorry. Oh, nuts. To be honest, oh, nuts indeed. <laughs> most of these animals. I learned that from a four year old and I can't stop saying it now. <laughs> True story. I just saw it the other day and I said, Hey, how you doing? I, I, I was hoping she'd say it and she didn't say it. Oh, nuts. All right. So uh, we, we, we should move forward because I've got a couple of questions. I'm hoping yep. Sheena has a couple, maybe at least one. And Killa, if, I'm hoping you at least have something. I've got a but if lot. not, I understand. You've been busy. Yeah. So I have to ask this because this is its the very first thing I thought of as I was sitting contemplating having Sheena in my face again to talk to you. It's been a while um, because – hold on. My headset just went wonky. Sheena and I kind of have a similar – well, we've had similar background in our jobs, although I don't do it now. Um. And so you work with bodily fluids, yes? Yes, I do. In a, in, in a setting that is sort of medical without giving anything away, I suppose. Yes. 
And I, I have done that in my life. So working with bodily fluids from humans, I have to know what grosses you out. And it doesn't have to be the bodily fluids you're working with, but just something in general. Everybody that I talk to, when I say, you know, I've got my degree as a medical assistant or when I've done, you know, stuck large needles in people's arms or cleaned up diarrhea or vomit or whatever. And they're like, God, I couldn't do that. It's so gross. Well, then I wonder what grosses you out. Um, uh, actually, the worst bodily fluid that I have to work with is uh, something called sputum. Oh, yes. And it's basically the mucus. It's like in your throat when you wake up in the morning. And people have to cough that out into a sterile cup. And to get that sputum or the the mucus out of the cup is some of the trickiest things you have to do because it's all sticky and it's real nasty looking. (laughs) And you take a pipette and it just makes this like slurping sound. It is. By the way, (laughs) Sheena will understand this. Don't mouth the pipette. Yes, do never do, mouth the pipette. Not do not ever. mouth the pipette. No, <laughs> <Lab no. laughs> it's disgusting. Absolutely. And if you see it suspended in saline, it just looks like a jellyfish. It's, oh, so, so I find that fascinating, I think. Ugh. Nasty. So, but, I mean, like in real life, like outside of work, though, what what would you find disgusting? What would make you go, bleh? Other than work? Yeah, outside of work. Like if you're at home or you're at the store or you're out and about or you're watching a movie and something comes on and you're just like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. Oh, it's I have a kind of a high tolerance for disgusting things, honestly. Um, hmm. I would have I have a hard time watching um, documentaries where they are opening like the human body and you can see the organs moving. That creeps me out a little bit. Like to see the body parts, like the heart beating. Like, okay, in Indiana Jones, he's grabbing that heart and it's like beating in his hand. I can't yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. Joel's Just imagining the, the beating heart in his hand. It's like, ah, oh, can't do it. Oh, see, that's my favorite organ in the body. I love the heart. I love all the things in the heart. Exactly. Yeah, that and I think uh, the second thing that might disgust me is the smell of chum. That just sounds horrible. It smells, I can't imagine the smell like rotting fish. <laughs> chum is so chum uh, you can carve it. There was a dog food down here called chum. Is it made of? It it, no, it's meat. But yeah, when she said chum, I thought you were talking about that because it smells fucking rotten. Yeah. And the worst part but is I the bet dog, dogs love it. The dogs love it, and guess what? Their shit smells like chum. Anally <laughs> 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 processed chum. Ooh. So, Killy, you've been kind of gagging here. I mean, do you have a low threshold for this sort of thing? Yes, I do. I can't stand. So, wa- what? I can't stand watching people get needles. I can't stand getting needles. Imagine how I was like when I was in hospital with my broken neck. Damn. They got to take blood, and I'm like a freaking little child. No, 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 no. Don't feel bad. A lot of people are. Uh, when they when I did my hip, I was there and I had my parents with me, and I'm crying like a baby, not crying, crying, but I'm like, no, no, and they fucked up my blood sample, and had to come back oh, and get no. more, and I went, fuck off, you're not, you're fucked up, your problem. Now we're gonna, <laughs> and they couldn't use the cannula because it might be contaminated. We go now we're gonna have to put a butterfly clip in your your hand. 
like I put a pillow over my face and just go do it, just do it, and I shut my eyes and uh, I can't stand needles. I can't stand what you're say, like seeing any TV show where they're cutting people open. Like, yeah. I can't watch the movies. Yeah. The movies saw. I can't watch because of the. I am. I have a weak stomach. I I can't stand anything like that. Stop. Why don't they? Why didn't they leave an IV in you and just take it? Uh, they did put the tube in. No, they the evacuated tube. A cannula. They had a cannula in my arm. Like they took blood, and then they fucked it up. They didn't label it right, so they had to come back. And I'm like, well, just take it out of there. That way, you're not sticking another needle in me. No, we can't because it might be contaminated. Yeah. Like, what they do is they'll put heparin through there to right. keep it from clotting up. And then if they're doing a coagulation test, if you put heparin in there, it's going to mess up the coags. Mm. That's like when I was in with my broken neck, I wanted more painkillers. And I'm like, give me something stronger. And they go, oh, we can give you morphine. Oh, good. Look out, we've got to inject it. I said, no, nah, fuck that. Just give me whatever pills. <laughs> I'm out. No, yeah. <laughs> it's but not see, worth again, it. Worth if it. they've already got an IV hooked up to you, no. then they can just no, they wouldn't. run a drip. I said, why don't you put it through there? Nope. We've got to give it to you. Through in your arm. I'm like, no, nope, fuck it, just give me the fucking oxys or whatever they're fucking giving me. I hate needle I literally hate it. And it's a it's a phobia. But even in my head I can go just try to tell myself to get over it, but I can't. As soon as that needle comes out, you know. But there was a couple of times I had to give more blood and when it's necessary I'll just go, just just do it. Just do it. But yeah. It's don't not, you have tattoo a tattoo? Yes. I passed out having my first tattoo. <laughs> Might have something to do with all the drinking I was doing, and I had a bit of a smoke that day too. But, but yes, oh. my second tat took longer, and I didn't pass out. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I can't stand. But, like, it's not the sign of blood because I cut myself all day long at work. I'm always cutting my hands, and there's blood. It's not the sign of blood that gets me. It's just it's the thought of the internal part. If you know what I mean, like what's inside and the internal organs. Like I can't watch any of those medical shows when we have shows down here, like that are they go in hospitals and see how people are doing it and show the operations. I'm like, no, no, can't watch it. Don't touch the sides. No, so, <laughs> oh, that really does, and it's a phobia thing. It's and because it's such a phobia thing, you can tell yourself, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. But that phobia takes over. It's like, can't look, can't look, can't look. But you realize what a what a tattoo gun is, right? Yeah, but that doesn't go deep. It's only just the first layers of the skin. But it's still, it's it's a needle or series of needles. I don't want to know because I want more basically. tattoos. I'm trying to... He doesn't want to know. <laughs> that's why I don't understand. That's why I get drunk before I go get a tattoo. They still give them to you there? They don't do that. Uh, I mean, they're not supposed, not supposed to be that here. But both my tattoos, I was drinking, so... That, that makes it worse because you're bleeding more. You're bleeding more, I know. I know the whole thing about it, but yeah. If I'm the right tattoo <laughs> Look, his artist. voice went up too. Nice. <laughs> People do not realize that when Killa's not on the air, his voice goes up a couple octaves yeah. when he gets excited, especially. It's fantastic. Yeah, I See, I try to keep my radio voice, you know, keep it nice like <laughs> this. This is my voice. This is my voice. <laughs> yes. When I get excited and I really start talking, I get right up here, don't I? <laughs> I love it. And I wish people knew about it, but they don't. Wow. Now they do. Yeah, a little bit. Well, they sound a little bit of it right there. I mean, granted, I, you know, I'll throw it on a little bit sometimes, a little heavy. Yeah. Yeah, baby. How you doing? Yeah, well... Oh, yeah. I know I've been listening back just little bits of our show, and I know how I'm really just doing the... Uh, oh, you get really deep, killer. When, yeah. 
and it's just that's what she said. You left internal or oh, bruises on me. Whoa, don't tell Donna yeah. that. <laughs> it was so deep, Killa. Oh, God. <sighs> anyway, um, see, and here's the dumb thing. Now that I asked that question, I'm trying to think what, because for me, I, I, I had to overcome it because I was not, I didn't really like needles growing up, but now I, it's, it's just a thing. I mean, when I was in school, I used to get stuck 10 times a day and it, it was never a thing. Um, and sticking other people at, at first, I did not, it, I hated it. I didn't, it grossed me out. I used to not want to watch needles, but now it doesn't bother me because I overcame it. Same thing with bodily organs and stuff with the horror movies. I used to, it freaked me out, made me sick. I, anymore, it doesn't bother me or cleaning up vomit or diarrhea or anything else. It's just all part of, to now it's fascinating. I mean, if you, when I worked in a, in a blood bank, you really have to come up very quick because when all of a sudden a blood bag bursts and it's hanging on a, uh, oh, yeah. a tree already and it starts pouring over your hand at a high velocity and down onto your shoe, it, you better be, get over whatever fear you have pretty quick because, you know, you got to try and stop it or just deal with it. Just one time I was, there's this thing, procedure where it's called washing a blood unit. Basically, you put saline in it and it washes away the protein in this like, Kind of like a subwasher is what it's called, but it's like a dishwasher kind of. Well, the tubing came loose and blood was going everywhere. It looked like there was a murder all over the floor. It was <laughs> disgusting. And then, so I had to like rush and try to turn it all off. It dried on the floor. That has to be the hardest cleanup I've ever had in my entire Bleach. life. It, it was very difficult to get some of that dried blood off of there. Bleach turns it black. It's cool. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a turns like a brownish color. It gets dark though. Yeah, Yeah, it does. It denatures the protein. See, and I don't mind. (laughs) You're getting too sciencey for us. (laughs) Too much for you guys. I'll I'll tune it down a little bit. It gets gross. (laughs) I I I didn't mind the blood everywhere, and I kind of it fascinated me to, to be honest with you, but. I hated cleaning it up. Yeah, I'm right there with you because you really have to be uber, uber careful. And I had a couple, I had two different exposures in my career working at the blood bank where I was on, um, you know, a series of uh, blood checks and whatnot to make sure that I wasn't exposed to something that was nasty Mm. Um, for a long time. Yeah, for almost the entire time I was there because I had exposures twice and it was, yeah. That's that's the downfall of that sort of job. So I'm trying to think what really grosses me out these days, and I can't really. I mean, I won't say that it's nothing. I'm more grossed out by like certain like food items um, than if I guess than anything. Like um, I'm trying to think of an example, but once it reaches my mouth, let's put it that way. I guess. Yeah, Ooh. textures and things like that. Certain foods. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't do it. But seeing things, yeah, anymore. It's old school. It's old hat. So, uh, okay. And and I'm not, I'm cu- kind of curious about Killa a little bit. I have an idea where he's going to go with this. And I kind of think I know where Sheena's going to go with it, but I, I don't know how many people know Sheena as well as we know Sheena. Um, what would you say is the thing you're most nerdy about? And everybody knows mine already, so it's kind of a good The most nerdy. I have multiple nerdy items in my back pocket 
or front pocket <laughs> or breast pocket. <laughs> uh, I kind of go in stages. It just depends on my mood. Um, I'm pretty. I enjoy zombies and Harry Potter. So, uh, ugh, zombie Harry Potter. I was gonna say, is there like zombie <laughs> f- fanfic for Harry Potter? <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. I bet there is. Oh, there has to be. There has to be. So yes, I have this nerd boner for Harry Potter and rotting flesh. What is it about Harry Potter that because I don't I don't quite get it. I mean, I've seen the movies, I've seen all of them. I saw a few of them in the theater even, but I can't say that I ever had a desire to watch them more than once. And I I like Daniel Radcliffe to the point where I actually um, own the Woman in Black because that was a great movie. And yeah, he, it was pretty good. He was good in the role. Um, and I noticed your avatar here on on uh, the um, Skype looks like Hermione, kind of in a it is, uh, yes. uh-huh. kind of a manga sort of way. So, um, what is I it really about Harry find, Potter? I guess I kind of grew up with it. Honestly, um, I was reading it. I believe it was like in high school. I started reading the books, and then slowly they started putting everything in the movie. So, it's mostly been within my lifetime of that was what was popular. At that point, like a lot of people of some of the older generations, they grew up with like Star Wars and Star Trek. And so there's deeply rooted nerddom there and it's going on to the future. Whereas sometimes some of the older generations don't get into some of the newer stuff just because it's like it's not something they grew up with. These kids were basically my age, the actors. So I I guess I kind of relate to some of the story and the, like listening to the actors is lives now. That makes any sense. I'm with you. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Killa. Okay. What do you think I'm going to know about? <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> but besides podcasting, you gotta, well, that's you gotta... the only thing I can think of. Podcasting is what I know about. He nerds over baseball. No, not as much as I used no? to. No, I don't play no. it anymore. I, I have an interest, you know. But no, Joel's right. It's podcasting. Can... I love listening. That's all I do is listen to podcasts, all sorts, and back doing one now. So that's that's where my nerd comes out. Isn't my podcasting? Um, I don't know. I'm nerd for X Files, but that's not much anymore. Um, I don't. Do you I'm... still watch it? The X Files. Do you still watch it? Did you read any of the books that came out, or yes. the comics, or anything? The book, book. What books? I have the two guides to the X Files. I have the. There's two books that are X Files related, but about true X Files incidents that sit somewhere in this house that I don't read anymore. But <laughs> but no, yeah. As I've gotten older, I've got less nerdy on things. But yeah, podcasts. It's, I'm just a big podcast nerd. I mean, that's all I do is listen to podcasts. I listen to all sorts, like from comedy to media-related to, you know, just talk podcasts. Political? No, I I try to stay away from political stuff. I mean... Religious? No, fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) Just taking a stab in the dark? No, like, I, I can't stand religion. I have no problem with people believing what they believe, but I just can't stand religion because I think religion causes so much drama in the world you get stuck in one belief and you just can't understand other people's beliefs and just you know whether it's Christian, Muslim, fucking whatever 
<laughs> I don't want to talk religion. I really no, don't. Not, so we shouldn't not, go down that path. Not, not but I. I just have to say one thing real quick about religion that I just heard recently, and it just kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um, I won't put it in the context. I'm just going to leave the context out, but it, it doesn't matter because the, the point is the same. I was listening to a gentleman talk about how um, how atheists were the cause of some of the worst, most violent uh, crimes in history. And how, you know, you think about serial killers and mass murders and all this. It was all committed by atheists. And I stopped and I turned to the person sitting next to me and I said, did, did I miss something about like the Crusades? You know, I, it just, it really, it, I was like, wow, that's really one-sided. But anyway... That's, That's the problem one. with the religion. It's always just one-sided. That's why I don't want to talk religion. Right. I no, just, I can't steer away from that back yeah. to nerdiness. But yeah. well, I just had to my, make that point because it struck me as funny. Well, podcasting is my religion. There you go. There you go. Nice nice segue, Killer. So, Very yeah. Nice segue. I love listening to it. I'm always up for listening to new ones. Always. Through podcasts, I listen to other podcasts. People recommend stuff. You check out someone that was on, you know, someone you like listening to weekly. He goes, I was on this podcast. So you go over and check that podcast out with that person on. And you go, hang on, I might check out the rest of their shows. Like here. As about as That's they, what we're doing. Like we're trying to do. But yeah, it's podcasting is what I, I'm into, you know. Whether it's me recording one every week, it's but for my entire week, it's just listening to a podcast all day long while I'm making coffins. Well then, let's let's make let's make this maybe a thing to do every once in a while on the show. You need to bring some of these other podcast people's attentions because I know you know if I go out and I throw a rock, I'm going to hit somebody that does a podcast. Um, <laughs> but there's so many out there that are crap, and so many out there that are really really good. That sometimes, I mean, I'm so uh, centralized focused. I don't listen to podcasts. I just with my job and my commute and everything, it's just not a lot of time. So for me, I'm kind of out of the listening mode and just strictly focusing on putting out content. So I don't know what's out there. And if I found something, I mean, I still listen to Max and Jinx and the Internet. But outside of that, I really, you know, I quality control my stuff every once in a while. But that's it. So I'm just curious. And maybe we should save this for another show because we're already getting close to the end here as it is. But um Maybe you should do that. Bring up a yep. podcast that you've heard or that um, you like so we well, can kind of get that out there because I'm curious myself. I can recommend plenty of podcasts. As you said, we won't do it this week. I'll I'll grab my iPhone one, you know, next show and I'll have the list in my iPhone. I'm going to just go, right, name a show for you. Explain what yeah, the show's about. Yeah, get us about. at least one out there. Yeah. Yeah. And explain. So I mean, can it, I plug a podcast right now? Let's go for it. Absolutely. All right. Uh, my brother does a podcast and uh, it's The Smoking Must Get. And it's local sports. So, David okay. Smith. Where can you find it? on, buddy. How can you find the show? <laughs> Sheena, where can we find yeah. the show? iTunes? Oh, it should be on iTunes or on thesmokingmusket.com. There you go. That's what I was trying to get you to say. <laughs> You're going to pimp and the show. And you did it. Good job. You, you need the hat, the cane, and the back slap. Yep. <laughs> That's not true. That's rude. You don't need the cane. Um, okay. <laughs> unless you're in Australia where they make fun of people and call them cane toads. Mm-hmm. As far as nerdiness goes for me, I think it's just pretty much you can just uh, you just say yes. <laughs> Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> because you'll pretty much hit something. Horror movies. <laughs> uh, just, yeah. There's not. What's that? I'm just saying, I said Doctor Who, horror movies, uh, 
I'm trying to think of the rest of the stuff I notice you post. Or- Legos. I don't do things half-assed. That's music. the problem. Oh, music? <laughs> right. Oh, shit, yeah. Music. Music is my lifeblood. Uh, movies are uh, right there with it. Coffee is my new thing. I just had some coffee today. Here's the, my problem with coffee, though, is that I can't. I don't know why I get so excited on this show, but I do. I can't <laughs> seem to get. I have a I have a coffee pot that we bought many many years ago. Um, for whenever I had you know guests over that drank coffee, I'd have a coffee pot. Well, um, I dug it out and I used it until I bought my own single co- cup coffee maker. Thinking, dude, I can make my own 16-ounce cup of coffee in the morning, take it to work, I'm good to go. And so I put the other coffee maker aside, the you know the 6-cup or 12-cup, whatever it is, normal coffee maker like real people use. And I started using this little one. And I cannot for the life of me. I've cleaned it several times the way that they told in the manual. I've tried to clean it up my own way. I've tried brewing different kinds of coffee. I've tried everything I can think of. No matter what I do, the coffee comes out tasting like dirty pool water from Sochi Olympics. Um, and I can't put my finger on the reason why. And so the other coffee pot, the, the real person one, the big normal big pants one, it works. It worked fine. Like the coffee would come out fine. But and, you know, you can make it so it's you're not doing 12 cups because you don't need 12 cups. But um, I'm thinking I might have to go back to that one because I can't make the single cup thing work. And it's not a Keurig. It's just a cheap little black and decker one that was recommended for the price. So for me, I, I go every morning to McDonald's on my way to work, and it's a buck, a buck note, buck nine with tax. For a, It'd be two dollars in ounce. Australia. Exactly. Well, they have the five. metric system, so it's a buck twenty-five or something. But and it's you know it's a good cup of coffee, and it's solid, and it's made right, and there's no grit in the bottom. And for a buck, you know, I can afford a buck. And by the you know you only have to pay for four a week because by the fifth one you've got a free one. So it all works out, I guess. But I need to learn how to make coffee. So if somebody wants to come over and teach me how to make coffee, I would appreciate it. I'll be right over. (laughs) I would love that very much, Sheena. I would very much. I'll come knock on your door and be like, I'm here to teach you how to make coffee. And then turn around, go home, fly home. That would be phenomenal. I would pay for part of the ticket with the money (laughs) I would save on coffee at McDonald's. And I'm not pimping out McDonald's. Speaking of which, McDonald's. God damn it, McDonald's. With you had the Mighty Wings and I fell in love and I I don't like McDonald's as a rule. And then they took them away and then they had 1.5 million pounds of surplus, so they brought them back to sell at a cheaper rate so that they could get rid of it. And now they're gone again after like a week and I'm like I'm frustrated sexually about it. <laughs> Your sounded. poor wife. That's all I can say. I don't know what that means, but okay. You're sexually they're, frustrated. They're, they're delicious for my face. Oh, I take care of business on my own. Okay. I love myself frequently, especially when I listen to Killa. Wait. Ooh. Wow, 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 <laughs> wow. I haven't done that this week. There goes his didgeridoo. Yeah. That was, that, was a, that was a possible name of the show, the didgeridoo. But that <laughs> was too lame. I still like Broback Mountain. <laughs> or <laughs> That's right. There was something about bromance, too. I don't know. We didn't want to play that up too much, so... We ended up here, which is good. I like the name. It works well with the show, uh, the the intro that we have now. and Yeah, so. I kind of um, want to share this as the Didgeridudes with <laughs> you guys' face on it. <laughs> That's the name of Killa's penis, if you've been paying attention. And then a shirt that has a little arrow that points downwards that says Tasmania. <laughs> down uh, in Tasmania. Down in Tasmania. Yep, that's right. <laughs> 
So I think we're coming towards the end. Yep. I need to make sure we mention next week. Join us for uh, another fantastic co-host. We'll be having the mic on. Formerly of the Mediocre Show, currently of Obviously Oblivious and uh, Full of Sith Podcast, and formerly also of The Awful Show. Yes, it's going to be a semi-Awful Show reunion here with two of the co-hosts, with two of the hosts from The Awful Show and one of the biggest fans of The Awful Show, me. So, definitely, if you're listening to this, make sure you download next week's show because... It gets better. I don't know how much I'll be talking because it's going to be like me sitting here listening to, like... The awful show. Well, two of the people are from the awful show, so which I've noticed yeah, like 50%. a bit. Fifty percent. I do on this show anyway. I sit back and listen because <laughs> it's like listening to the people I love listening to, and oh shit, I'm on this show too. I better talk. <laughs> <laughs> it is your show, dude. I think I of this as your show. I know, I'm but like I get to this co-host. point where it's like I'm listening to a podcast. I'm like, oh, that's right, I'm on this too. Oh, uh, yeah, here, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> I have I a show that I like lead. that most of the night. I'm like, oh yeah, I, to, I need to say something. I've just been sitting here silent yeah, all the time. You get that way. You're but, the co-host. You're not a guest. We don't have guests on the show. We have, we, have we have co-hosts. That's right. It's it's my show for one show. Yeah, well, it's exactly. mine. And you'll be welcome. I can back. tell everybody I was on a podcast. It was my show. Yep, you're welcome back too. Time. It might take six months, oh, I, but yeah, six months I can do this. Well, it depends on the rotation. Maybe I'll come with uh, some material or something next time. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's all cool. We, we like it open and free on the show. It's better off coming with nothing and see how the show goes. And we always come up with something to talk about. <laughs> see how excited I get about stupid things. Because <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot on the show. I don't know why. It doesn't happen on the other shows I do. But I get very excited about things on here. All right. That's good. So you want to plug an ink, Joel? Do I? Yeah, plug yeah, some shows. Come on, plug your shows. Oh, yeah, buddy, I want to plug something. Yes, um, I do two other shows full-time on a weekly basis. Uh, the first one will be 40 Going On 14 with my friends Mike, Josh, and Pat. You can find it at 40go14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Talk to Blueberry, and other fine podcasting directories. It's a what I call a nostalgia cast where we talk about things from our ute and things from today, and we compare and contrast. Uh, this week we did a show on board games. Next week we are doing a show because it's uh, National Alien Encounter Month or, or something. So we're doing uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind and then the Fourth Kind. Um, so it's going to be a alien-themed show. But it's a fun show. It's kind of a comedy-based thing, and we've been friends for 20 years, so there's a lot of camaraderie. And then I also do another show that I'm about to hit 100 episodes here in about seven weeks, and that is called The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour with a K, K-P-A-N-T-S. I stole that from Chris Elliott. Um if you would like to check that show out, you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, Talk to You, and a couple other places that I don't know about because apparently it ends up there magically. I think Harry Potter has something to do with it. And that is a uh, music show, basically, and I talk about stupid stuff from my life. And it's uh, six songs a week, generally stuff that is uh, pod safe, that is brand new to you. But the last two shows in this show will are all themed. I did the 80s and 90s, and this week I'll be doing 2000 to 2010 music that was important to me or still is from those uh, time periods as well as things that happened in my life at that time period. Um, so that's it. What about you, Killa? What about me? I can only promo this show, but yes. If you want to contact us, please email coffinjoecast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, The Coffin Joe Cast. And uh, Sheena, I don't think you've got any promo, do you? 
I have nothing. Oh, well. That's Aww. a shame. One day. But Sheena's maybe. awesome. Look her up Just, on Facebook. Yeah, look her up on Facebook. Yeah, promo your Facebook. I'm around. Yeah, yeah she's around. All right. Um, Any girls, Joe? Oh. Uh, oh, I was going to say, we should add something, one more thing here, that if you are a podcaster or you are a podcast listener or we have not contacted yet to be on the show and you would like to be a co-host on this show, uh, either hit us up on Facebook, Joel Happy Pants Hour or uh, Kill the Wilba, or uh, send us an email at coffinjoecast at gmail.com and we'll add you to the rotation. Yep. Be more than welcome, more than happy to welcome you in as a third co-host so I'm going to leave this week's show with another Australian band called Hoodoo Gurus ah I know them yes they're an 80s band yes you know finally you found you know a a band I'm playing (laughs) Uh, the reason I know the Hoodoo Gurus is there was a there was a girl that I dated for a while in college and she was very much into kind of more obscure musical bents and she was a fan so I I learned about them that way. So, yes, I'm finally in the know. And that's something else you're passionate about. Australian. You want to support Australian artists. Australian artists, even though they're not playing. Well, they <laughs> they come back every now and then. But yes, the song I'm leaving with is A Thousand Miles Away. And I think it's pretty appropriate. Saying Literally. We're a thousand miles away. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully you will be back again to listen to another show. And we will leave you with A Thousand Miles Away. Thank you, Sheena. You're welcome. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Estimated time of arrival, 9.30 a.m. Been up before the sun and now I'm tired before I even begin. Now you're flying I got so much work in front of me Really flying It stretches out far as the eye can see I can see Spend half my life in airports Doing crosswords or attempting to sleep when the bar is open, then you'll often find the warming a seat. Now you're flying. I never find a place where I can stay. Really flying. I'd rather be a thousand miles away. Thousand miles away.
dirty, dirty boy. Yeah, you are, buddy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.